Welcome to the Fundamental Entrepreneur Podcast, where entrepreneurs come to be educated, enlightened, and empowered for success in their business pursuits. Hey, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Fundamental Entrepreneur Podcast. It's good to be with you today. I'm your host, Darren Dallimore, and today I'm excited to be joined by the other host of this wonderful podcast, Danielle Parker. How are you, Danielle? Hey, Darren. It's so good to be here with you today. I'm doing great. Well, very good. It's not too often. Yes. Yeah. Hasn't been, it's been a while since the two of us have been able to be together on this uh, podcast uh, together, co-hosting at the same time. Generally, we're kind of splitting duties. One of us takes one episode and the other one takes uh, another episode. And so it's good to finally be together and, and to share this podcast together. Yeah, right. yeah it definitely has been a while. So it we'll, has we'll been have the banter, right? Yes. You'll keep me in line. I sure hope. <laughs> <laughs> before, before we get started, just, just want to remind everybody that we do have a Facebook and Instagram page. So make sure you go check those out. It's a cent one Oh one. And that's A-C-E-N-T-101 and those, those places. And also make sure you leave us a review, give us some feedback, like the podcast, help us. That really helps us out a lot. And we appreciate the feedback we receive. Um, and, I, and I will say this today, I'm actually recording up in Island Park, Idaho. It's uh, out in the mountains somewhere. So if all of a sudden Danielle's the only one on the podcast, and I'm not here. It's because the internet just went out here. So. I apologize if that happens. We'll try to not let that happen today, but it may. So I'm just giving everybody fair warning. But today we are excited. We have, uh, if you've listened before in the past, we have our guest, Everyday Joe. Everyday Joe, how are you? Hey, I'm hanging in there. How are you guys doing? It's great to be back on the show. I'm uh, looking forward to getting some questions out to your listeners. Yeah. We're excited and we're doing good. At least I'm doing good, Danielle. How about you? Doing great. Doing dandy. Awesome. Doing dandy. We're all dandy. <laughs> yeah, we're just all doing just fantastic. So, no, we're excited. If you haven't been a part of this part of our ep- podcast before, Everyday Joe represents the, everyone that is, you know, in the entrepreneurial world on that entrepreneurial journey. And we've asked for questions to come in and he is going to ask those questions to us. And then we are hopefully going to provide some really great answers. That's the goal today, Danielle. Great answers, not good answers. Great answers. Great answers. All right. I'm going to just step over to the side here, do my jumping jacks and kind of get my face on so I can give great answers. Get your game face on. We have to do great answers. No so-so answers. Okay. Well, with that, let's get started. I, I know we've got some questions that have come in. So every day, Joe, give us what you got. Let's hear them. All right. Uh, here's your first question that you got coming to, you know, people are enjoying listening to your, uh, your podcast each week, but they're wondering why you guys don't publish a podcast every week. What's the reason for that, Darren and Daniel? Well, you know, that's a great question. I know we kind of, uh, when we, we used to publish every week and when we decided to kind of back off a little bit is when we decided to take on an exciting new project to be able to offer to our 
audience and to our clients. And so right now, Darren and I are focusing a lot of our time, energy, and attention on a new offering that we will be going live with on the 1st of September. And so we're working hard behind the scenes, getting all that ready and putting things in place to really launch that and give a great product um, to our audience. So Darren, I don't know, are we going to like do a teaser on what we're working on or are we just going to leave it as a hip cliffhanger? Well, I think we should give a little bit of a teaser. I mean, it's something it's, I think it's important to point out that as part of this process, there's a certification that we're going through. You know, if if people haven't realized we are, are by trade, our background is in accounting. And for a long time, you and I have both felt that traditional accounting in the sense that people meet with their accountant once a year, go over their taxes or have them do payroll. And they kind of, there's no real, I guess, proactive, valuable advice that is provided that that system's broken. And we felt that way for a long time. And in fact, we've tried to been, we've been transitioning slowly into, you know, providing more valuable uh, service in that regard. And so I think people need to understand what we're working on is to be able to do that. It's a, it's working with a team that's really awesome that has figured out a way to help people manage their cash and manage that that aspect of their business focus on their profits hint there's a hint a little teaser <laughs> so that they can enjoy the hard work that they've put in to their business i, I danielle you've got the stats i i forget 60 something or 80 something percent of small businesses owners don't pay themselves or don't make a profit help me out with that <laughs> no worries yes it is um 80% of businesses do not actually make a profit in their business. They're just living, you know, check to check. And of that, 17% of businesses, kind of that top tier of businesses, actually have cash in the bank that represents their profits. It's not just paper profit. So that's the goal for every business owner is to get into that top 17% where actually the bank account shows what profit they're making in their business. And then we, I know there's a teaser, we want to take that one step further, right, Darren, and say, not only does your bank account show the profit that you're making in your business, but we want that to be a reward to the business owner. Because after all, when it boils down to it, we start a business for a few reasons, right, Darren? It's, you know, it could be to help people out. I mean, that, you know, you got to have that desire, but it's really to be rewarded from your business. And too many, way too many business owners are not rewarded for their business. In fact, they're just a slave to their business. And we hear that comment all the time, right? Are you working in your business? Do you own your business or does your business own you? And too many entrepreneurs, their business owns them and they're not seeing the rewards of that business. So that's, you know, that's really what it boils down to, right? We want to be able to make sure that every business owner not only loves the work they're doing in the business that they are in, but that they're getting rewarded for it, whether it's money, time, freedom, whatever that looks like for the individual, right? But this system is going to be a key to really help every entrepreneur get to that point. Exactly. Yes. That sounds like a game changer. This is going to be exciting. This is exciting news to hear uh, hear this system and, and to see what's coming up with you guys. But yeah, total game changer coming here. 
Absolutely. I, I, I agree. It is. It's a game changer and paired with the other traditional accounting services, payroll, bookkeeping, tax accounting, they're all going to work together and it's going to provide a very synergized and very, I guess, profitable way to now start looking at your business. So if you're one of those people that Danielle has talked about, you're working hard in your business, you're not feeling rewarded. Well, stay tuned. More to come. And that's the reason why no podcasts every week, because this has been a pretty time intensive effort. We want to make sure that we are ready to bring this to you, to our current clients that we have. And so far, as we've done some beta testing, it's been going really well and we're really excited. And so more to come, but hopefully that's answered the question of why we don't have something coming out every week. I think you did. I think you guys did a great job on that. I'm excited to see this uh, new thing come forward. Are we ready for the next question, guys? Ready. All right. So your listeners are wanting to know, uh, what is the proper way to transfer money between personal and business bank accounts? That is a great question. And hopefully our listeners have been hearing, we had a podcast episode on business banking and why it's so important to have a business banking account that was with Caleb Demick it was a couple episodes back let me I'm just going to check episode here what the 42 episode 42 so yeah just very recently great episode great stuff and that's the one that thing that was I, a know, great episode so packed full of information yes yes and one of the things that I you know as we got done and as Caleb and I were talking and finishing up I realized we hadn't mentioned this and so I'm glad some listeners have asked the question because I think it's important to understand is you've worked hard, you've got cash in the business. How do you get that cash out of your business? What does that mean? Well, the long of the short of it is, is there's a couple of ways to do this. Now I'm going to caveat this comment with the fact that with any of this, always go, please talk to your professional advisor, make sure you're doing it the right way for your business so that it's not affecting you in a negative way. But there's, there's two ways. One, you can pay yourself what's called a salary. Now you can generally do that if you're set up as a as an S corporation or being taxed as an S corporation in your business. You pay yourself a reasonable salary. That's a great way to get money out of the business. Now, if you're not set up in that situation and you still want to get money out of the business, what you can do, like a sole proprietor, if you're just, you know, you're it's just you, you've just started your business. You just basically take a business draw from the the business. You write a check or make a transfer from the business account to your personal account designated as a draw. And that's, that's the way you can get money out of the business. The biggest thing that I think people need to understand is keeping your business and your personal bank account separate. It's not appropriate to be using your business account as kind of a secondary personal piggy bank where you go to the store, you're buying groceries with your business account, you're buying stuff that's personal with your business account. That can get you in trouble. And so it's important if, you're, if you've got money in the business account and you need to use it, you know, make sure it's either done through a draw or through a salary of some kind paid to you. And again, I would recommend you talk to your professional advisor about What's the best way to do it? There's some strategies out there of being able to establish an appropriate salary and and pay the payroll tax on that and then take a draw out where it's not subject to the payroll tax. But 
that's a strategy you need to work with your advisor on to minimize your tax impact. Uh, but those are the ways that generally you do it is through um, a draw, paying yourself a draw or paying yourself a salary. Now, you could also, I guess, lo- have the business loan the money to you. I've seen that done before. With that, if that is the intention, it's a loan. Make sure you treat it as such. You have some sort of loan document set up where you basically are saying, I will pay this much back over this course of time. Because again, you're trying to keep make this a legitimate loan. You can't go to a bank and say, I need to borrow $10,000. And then they'll just give it to you and say, oh yeah, whenever you feel like it, just give us the money back. Well, it's the same with your business. If you want it to have a be a legitimate loan, you need to treat it that way. So make sure you do. I've seen that done, not always, not all the time, but I've seen it done. And so that's just something to keep in mind if you want to go that route and then make sure that money's paid back into the account. Those are the ways I know. There may be others, but those are the most common ways that I know. Danielle, I don't know if you have any other feedback on that. Not as far as the ways, I agree. I think those are the ways. And I would just add kind of going back to our previous conversation, right, is make sure you're paying yourself, right, as the business owner. How many... I see too often that, oh, I got to worry about paying all my bills. I got to worry about paying everybody else. And I just won't pay, take, take a paycheck. Or they will include themselves in the payroll and they'll just hang on to the check and then never cash it. So I guess my input would be make sure you're paying yourself. And like Darren said, you know, there's ways that we can come up with what's reasonable. I mean, you can't be completely unreasonable, right? And if you know it's going to break the bank, then it doesn't make sense and you'll never cash the check. But once you figure out what that reasonable wage would be, just make sure it happens. Put yourself on a cadence where it's happening regularly. That way it prevents you from tapping into the business funds for any personal reasons because then you automatically have that income. It's transferred to your personal bank account and you can take care of your lifestyle from that and without ever having to tap into the business bank account for personal reasons. Well, that would be my two cents, Darren. I like it. Great. Are we ready for the next one, guys? think so. I got another one one for you. Boy, with this current uh, climate and coming out of a pandemic and everything, some of your listeners are wanting to know if now is a good time to start a business. What's your thoughts on that, you two? So, you know, we just had a batch of puppies. <laughs> I'm going to relate just to a batch of puppies. So we just had puppies. And, you know, I've always said that dogs are like worse than kids, right? As far as a commitment goes. And so we've been like having five babies running around trying to take care of them. And I, I think it goes back to this idea, whether it's puppies or whatever animal or your own children, <laughs> there's never a good time, right? Life is life. And it always gets in the way. It really boils down to, are you prepared? Are you ready? And do you have a viable business option? And if you do, and you're willing to commit to it, then absolutely. Anytime is a good time. It's a matter, I think, for me, Darren, and I'm sure you'll have your own thoughts. It's a matter of your commitment level, your idea and making sure that you've validated it and you have a path forward to move forward in the business and make it successful and do the resources to do that. And so if you have those things in place and you found a really good way to make that work, then absolutely. 
I would totally agree with the commitment and everything and that you've done your homework and you're ready to go. Uh, as you were commenting, Danielle, I, I was thinking that I'm like, oh, I was trying to count how many of the people we've had on our podcast, the other entrepreneurs that have actually started their business in the pandemic. I think, I think it's at least three to five somewhere in there that have actually started a business during this COVID era, call it that, or during this mm-hmm. pandemic and, and this uh, economic uncertainty. And so you're right. There is not a good time to start your business. Uh, there's just, you, it could be the best economic situation out there. And if you're not ready, if you're not committed, and if you haven't basically put together a plan and kind of vetted your offering and what you're doing, well, then there's never a right time. You'll, you're not ready. I don't care if the economy's booming. I don't care if it's in, in the toilet. <laughs> there's never a right time if you haven't prepared yourself. Now, does that mean you're going to have all the answers? You're going to know everything? No. Because if you wait for that, then you'll never start either. So keep yeah. that in mind is you won't have all the answers, but you can be ready enough to start, I think, in any economic situation. And sometimes I think starting in a, an economy where you have to run lean and mean and be efficient and be trim, boy, what a great way to know that you can run in that kind of environment. You can operate, your business can thrive in that kind of environment. Because if you can in that environment, when the economy is going great, you're going to be going awesome. It's going to be wonderful because you've been running, you've had to run lean and mean from the beginning. Absolutely. And so I, I think to answer that question is make sure you vetted your product, make sure you're ready to go. Don't let the current economic situation hold you back. Biggest thing is get a business plan together. We've talked about this. We've gone over it. There's, it's in our podcast episodes on our website. So if you're looking for some help with that, we've actually done some trainings on that in our Facebook. We did some live trainings on a, on a, a cool business plan that we have. So if you're looking for that, let us know. Shoot us a message or go to startupempower.com you can get a free training on business plans and you can find it there. Check it out. That'll help you make sure you're ready to go. It's free. I mean, what better investment than free? So go check it out. Free. I love free. Who else likes free, right? Everyone likes free. (laughs) So go check it out. You know, Darren, as we've talked to people, we were just what talking to some marketing people the other day and you know, that's what they made. He made the comment that, it's funny because you've seen both gamuts. There's like not a lot of middle ground right now. It's like either people are thriving in this economy or they're just really struggling. And a lot of it, I think Darren goes back to not only what you said, having a plan, having a vetted your idea, but also totally just lost my thought. Oh my heavens. Well, we can come back to that because that's not a great answer, Darren. <laughs> you need to get him to do some jumping jacks. I do. Oh, man. I got to get some blood flow into my brain. <sighs> it's those puppies. Okay. The puppies. It is those puppies. They're draining <laughs> the, the energy out of me. <laughs> All right. You... Well, we're going to come back to that one. I'll, I'll think of it. Okay. All right. Let's. Uh, what's you guys' take on this topic, then? Are you ready? Uh, uh, some of your listeners are wanting to know what you two do to stay productive. Oh boy, Darren, I'm going to let you take this one first and then I'll jump in. 
<laughs> wow, thank you. Uh, <laughs> I think that's a topic everybody has struggles with. I, I will say that I am not 100% perfect at being productive, but I have found what helps me. And it was something, actually some advice that an individual gave me one of my managers, a boss, a supervisor, someone when I first started off in my career as a CPA, we were just talking in his office and he says, you know, one of the things I'm going to tell you to do is when you make your to-do list. And so that's the first thing I was, you've got to have a to-do list. You got to kind of have a list of things that you need to get done. And he says, there's always on that list, things you don't want to do. Those the, the, the nasty things, the bad things, or the phone call you don't want to make. And he says, you know what I do when I come in in the morning, those are the first things I get off my list. I do those first when I'm fresh because, you know, towards the end of the day, you're not so fresh or you've dealt with someone that's made you not so fresh, more like frazzled. He says, when I first come in, I get those things done first. The things I don't want to do. He goes, because it feels like just a weight on my shoulders, hanging over my head. that's just dragging me down and you just keep kicking it down the street, the can down the street to where you just don't want to do it. And he says, that then I find that it affects the rest of the the stuff I'm supposed to do, because it's just constantly gnawing on the back of my mind. I need to do this. I need to do this. And so that was his recommendation. Get the nasty stuff out of the way first, because then it opens it up for now you get to work on the stuff you want to do. And he says, I, I just feel I'm more productive that way when I just do it that way. And I've I've done that. And, and it's true when you just come in and you've got that to-do list, you pick out either the big rocks, as some people call them, get those out of the way because those are important. You need to get them done or those things that you just don't want to do, but need to get done, get those out of the way so that you can get that confidence and get the path cleared for more efficient and effective things to do and the things that you want to do. So that's what I would say. That's my, no, that's great. No, I think and that's also really good advice that I have you know received early on too, but you know, and Darren, as I think about it, as you look around, there's so many different ideas and tools on productivity out there today on the internet and people that teach it and um, tout it. And, you know, there's like the Trello boards and the sauna and all these different tools and apps that can help you be productive. Um, one of the things I will say that has helped me um, over the years is only looking at my emails at certain times of the day. Now, there early on in my career, I used to have my email up on one screen and then I'd work on the other screen, right? And it'd always be in front of me. And I felt like I never got anything done because I was always answering emails. And so I think it goes down to, comes down to prioritizing, you know, like you said, what you're doing, making sure you're getting the important stuff done and knowing what your plan is and tackling those things. And then just looking at your emails at certain times of the day, maybe it's the beginning of the day and maybe it's later in the day um, with a little bit of time afterwards to respond, or maybe it's once a day, maybe, you know, whatever it looks like for you and your business, but keeping the distractions at bay, if you will. So once you set that list, you know what you've got to accomplish. You know, it's, it's a matter of focusing on it, right? And eliminating the distractions to take you away from that focus. I totally agree. I, I was, uh, that's another one I've heard is limiting the distractions, emails, other things. Yeah. I, 
because you know, and the the other thing is all these people that think, Oh, I got to check my Facebook, Instagram, and I got to be on this and I got to listen to this podcast. I got to do this. You could waste your whole day doing that stuff. Really? Honestly, you can. There's so much information that at some point you've got to decide what's important, listen to what's important, do what's important. And honestly, don't worry about the rest. Yeah. It'll come. It'll come. It will. Yeah. And it comes, it boils down to that, you know, that saying is like, what's going to move the needle the most for you? Know what that is and focus on that. And you're right. The stuff that's not going to be important or relevant will fall by the wayside. And if something needs to get get done, um, that maybe is not the top of your priority list, it'll show up and, and you'll, you know, you'll be able to address it, but yeah. Episode 39 is another one that we talked. We had Simon uh, from strategy sprints on our podcast and he talked about some really cool stuff and he's got a system and different things. So make sure if you want a little more information on that, go listen to episode 39. Great episode about some productivity, focusing on a daily, weekly, and monthly task that, as you said, Daniel, move the needle. That are what needs to move the needle. So good stuff. All right, Everyday Joe, let's All have right. another one. Ready Ready for the next question? Ready. And All right, here's the next question, you two. Okay. All right. What are some uh, some tips on getting support from family members, your spouse, significant other uh, to start a business? How do you How do you get them on board to support you and, and help you get going? Oh, that's a great question. Hey, Darren, Darren has some great insights on this. We did a whole podcast on um, kind of sharing how his wife really supported him in his, when he first started his business. So if you haven't checked out that episode, um, Megan, Darren's wife gave some great um, thoughts around that as he shared his experience. And that is in episode 36. Um, so definitely tune into that. Um, so Darren, before, you know, before you kind of chime in here, I think it's really, it goes back to that plan that we just talked about. It's putting together, you know, doing your homework, putting that plan together, having a plan to go forward and being able to share that plan, communicate clearly and help your you know spouse, significant other, whoever it is, family member, whoever it is that you need to get on board with that, help them really understand what's your vision, what's your goal, what's driving you towards this and what, 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 what is it that you are hoping to get out of it? And that, you know, as well, what, what are they going to get out of it? Because what it boils down to is how is it important to them? What are they going to get out of it? And how can you help them, you know, along the way? So, you know, if they kind of see themselves, maybe not in the business, but kind of in the picture, if you will, in some way, it usually helps bring on that um, buy-in to any new endeavors. No, I, yeah, I totally agree that you mentioned the plan and I was absolutely, they need to see that you've got it kind of figured out. Be honest with them. You don't have all the answers to all the questions and everything, but if you can demonstrate and show that, Hey, this is, I've thought this through and I think this is how this is going to work. And I've got a plan. I think this is how the money is going to work. Man, that solves a lot of lot of heartburn because I truly think, and my wife mentioned this, and we talked about it in that episode you mentioned, Danielle, is a lot of time the questions that they have, they're just they're 
they're they're just as scared or more scared than you are. And you've you've had the chance to think about it. You've had the chance to go over it. And so they're not they're not doubting you. They're just needing to understand. They're needing to feel comfortable with what you're doing. And so if you can communicate that and share that and help them see it. And I think another important thing that you want to do when you're talking to your spouse or significant other or whoever family member is oftentimes they're, they may not say this, but they're worried that, okay, well, what am I going to have to do in this business? What is my role? What do you want from me? Does this mean I've got to now start doing stuff? I'm not qualified to do. So make sure you help them understand that the support you need is more of that family financial or not financial or just that family support that, uh, you know, someone to talk to when things are just rough to hear and listen and just help out in that way. Help identify their role, I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah. And, yeah. and tell them what that you've got. You're looking and I would recommend you look for others that are competent and qualified that share your passion. I remember Joe from, uh, oh my gosh, what is uh, Strive Lane? He talked about finding individuals that had the same passion and drive as him. And he had to go find that in other professional groups and different things because he couldn't find that with his family. And that's fine. He goes, I had family support, but I needed that other support too. So I think that's another important thing when you have family involved or when you need to convince or show your family how this is going to work, that you just need to help define the roles because they, they're just looking for information and don't ever feel like the questions they ask are threats. They shouldn't be. And if they're asking threatening questions, well, if you're a family member listening to this, don't do that. That doesn't help. Just ask questions. I know it's scary. I know it's frightening. I've been there. My wife was there. We were there. Danielle, you've been there. It's, it's a scary proposition. Um, but the communication, have that plan, define the roles. I, th- those are huge things to really get people on board. Yeah. And I, you know, the only thing I would add there, Darren, is um, kind of in that communication is maybe defining the boundaries, right? In that communication, maybe it, that's what's needed. That they know what their role is or what their role is not. And just defining the boundaries, you know, like, okay, I'm going to use, you know, this other resource to address any of these accountability issues or, or whatever it may be. And I'm not going to depend on you to do that, but I, you know, yeah, just kind of set the guidelines. I like it. I like it. Good question or good answers and a great question. And I hope whoever's listening that's, that's in that, in that situation, I hope you can get that support. It's important. You need it. Um, and make sure if they if they need to have them listen to that episode that Danielle mentioned together, listen to it and, and really just communicate, communicate. Don't get defensive. It's so huge just to communicate. Biggest thing. Yeah, biggest thing. Yeah, definitely being a good communicator in the good moments and the bad. Right. It's like celebrate the good and talk through the bad. Yeah, yes, I simply, simply just say give the why that makes you cry. Because that's going to be the passion. That's going to be your true feelings about why you want to do that. When your spouse sees that passion come out of you, that it makes you cry, they'll be more sympathetic to what you got going on and, and be more supportive. Great input. Yeah. Thank Look you, at Joe. everyday Joe. He doesn't just answer, yeah. ask questions. He's full of answers and wisdom. Maybe we should ask I him the next quietly. question. Yes. <laughs> I think we got time for one more. We're... We're running short on time. Do we have one more question out there? Or are we, is that it? Um, well, that's all the questions, but uh, did you want to? 
go back and finish the equipment. No, <laughs> you Danielle still. All right, that looks like that's it then. Danielle's <laughs> still trying to remember what she had to say in that last yeah, one. I'm sure. It. I'm sure it was great, Danielle. And tonight at about three in the morning, like it always happens, you're gonna wake up and go, "That's what I was gonna say." Exactly. It was great in my mind, guys. That's all you need to know. It was great in my mind. <laughs> Well, very good. And and Everyday Joe, thank you again for being a part of this podcast. Glad to have you. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. It's and fun. we want to thank all of you for listening in to another episode of our podcast. We truly appreciate it. It's been a lot of fun. And, you know, as we said, we haven't been able to do this every week like we wanted to because of some other things that we're working on. And But we are so excited about what's coming. We're We're really thrilled to be able to bring some additional, what I would say, valuable uh, services that are going to provide, call them value-added services that I think every business owner needs in their business and is going to want. And so we're excited to bring that to you guys. And as we thought about this, again, we we thought and our thought process was all about what can we do to help our clients and our listeners receive more value for what they're all their work that they're putting in. So we're excited. So that is, we're off the, we're so excited. We're just, it's, it's going to be great. And so Danielle, do you have anything else before we wrap this up? No, you know, just again, Darren, it's great to be here with you again and be able to, you know, kind of connect and connect with our audience and share, you know, hear from your wisdom and um, looking forward to kind of what we have going forward. And, you know, as always, we wish you all the success, you know, possible. And we hope to be able to, you know, see your success as you go through your journey and hope that we, uh, through this podcast are providing, um, support and help to you as you, you know, traverse your own rugged journey as you will as an entrepreneur. That's right, everyone. And again, thanks for joining us. And until next time, we wish you all the success possible in your entrepreneurial journey.